0: The first one is Alex
1: Stein. You don't know who you're about to speak to. The one, the only 45th president of the United States of America, President Donald Trump. Are you there, President Trump?
0: Well, of course, uh, you know, I'm happy that you're talking to the city council. I hear they're tremendous people and I hear we're going to be bringing these shoes in. These are tremendous shoes. They're out of a Nikki Haley and an Escalade. You know what I'm talking about? We want to see the children we want to see them wear the shoes and perform in the shoes and do a tremendous job in the shoes, isn't that right? Isn't that to that correct?
1: Yes, President Trump, you making the shoes mandatory for all school uniforms in Plano School District would be great. And I think that would help the city, but I'm telling you the mayor here is one of these woke mayors. He loves all the transgender stuff. As a matter of fact, he actually wants to put mandatory gender reassignment into the schools state sponsored.
0: Well, I think that's terrible. And you know, the only person that I talk to who uh, goes from man to woman, his name is Lindsey Graham, you know who I'm saying. He sits when he pees. But uh, you could look at it and you can talk about all of these different things. I think it's a terrible idea what you're doing. And uh, I think we should, Absolutely. Look at this mayor. I think we have to look at him. Maybe we have to replace him. Maybe we have to get rid of them like uh, Chris Christie gets rid of a plate of donuts. You know what I'm talking about? Very, <laughs> yes.
1: He, he loves to eat. OK, so President Trump, what is going on with Nikki Haley and her running for president? I mean, what's going on? These Plano people, I, I don't know. I think some of these uh, board members support her
0: well if they support her that's interesting because she lost to somebody called nota you know that n-o-t-a none of the above and it's terrible you know she is only good at doing things in the back of a car i call it the escapade and an escalade and she ought to be ashamed of herself and if you support her you ought to be ashamed of yourself i have to say that and i think if you're supporting Nikki haley you have a lot of other things to think about you're probably crazier than the people who said White powder to Don Jr., you heard about that? They sent it to him. I think Hunter Biden was trying to send my son nail. I think he thinks he's a pen pal, and that's not acceptable. We don't want to do that.
1: No, and President Trump, they tried to kill my biological stepfather in Russia. Are you gonna get vengeance on my father,
0: Tucker Carlson? Of course, Carlson? I, got, I got along very well with Russia, Russia, Russia. I got along very well with Putin, and uh, we're going to get vengeance on Ukraine. They tried to do terrible things to Tucker, he's your biological stepfather. You look just like him. And we want to help him. We want to make sure that he survives. Protect Tucker at all costs. That's Uh, what we're going to do. President Trump, they're
1: kicking us out. Thank you, President Trump. These people aren't worth your time, but thank you so much. And free shoes to all the Plano ISD school members, mandatory in their school uniform. Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: God bless you. God bless. God bless. Thank you, President.
2: My so refined, I got no time for no games Ask yourself, why would I make time for you
1: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages welcome to prime time with Alex Stein I'm your host Alejandro Stein and we have like we always do incredible show for you this evening we have to talk about a lot of subjects and we even have on Roman, the Russian oligarch, that was the first person to the first person to purchase the Trump January Sixes, those awesome gold tennis shoes that everybody wants, including Fat Joe. He even has a pair. So um, they're becoming really popular. But before we get on to our Skype guest, I want to welcome on. You guys know him. You guys love him. The one, the only, Big Nasty.
2: What's up, everybody? How are we doing tonight? Thanks for having me on. This.
1: Always a pleasure. You know, what we're trying to do, though, tonight, the reason why it's so important that you sit here is we need to sell some of this coffee, Tiny. Gotcha. We need them to buy it. And even though our audience skews mainly white, I want to get some of that. Everybody idolizes black people. I've always been a culture vulture, right? You know. Gotcha. And black people are the coolest people. Michael Jordan, Barack Obama. If you endorse this coffee, I think that will help it sell.
2: Ain't no problem at all, man. Ain't no problem, what can I do for everybody? Well What's just name tell
1: name? them that, you know, why they should drink this coffee maybe.
2: I'm tell you man, this can brew coffee is just awesome guys, I'm telling you man, it's gonna give you energy man, it's gonna fill you, you know, it's gonna improvise you in everything, and, every way, empower and you. you.
1: When you drink this in the morning, it has a lot of caffeine, it's gonna help you go number two, so if you guys are constipated, this is a great, great way to clear some of that blockage. A lot of people don't realize coffee, caffeine, and if you're feeling a little frisky, maybe even smoke a cigarette, the European diet, the supermodel diet, have yourself feeling real good. And if you really want to take it to cloud nine, as I like to call it, you go visit our other sponsor, Shell Shock CBD, and you get a little bit of those CBD gummies, you mix it with a little double caffeinated coffee.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, this is really awesome, yeah.
1: You know who should do that? If you're a pilot, please buy the CBD gummies and take this, because it'll make you fly the plane a lot better, isn't that right, Jimmy? Absolutely. So we encourage all pilots to take as much CBD and drink as much as this extra caffeinated coffee, even though it's not good for your heart health. Um, It's going to make your heart beat really fast, but in a good way. Right, Jimmy?
3: Uh, I totally agree. We just got a $20 Super Chat, too. Do you want me to read that?
1: Yeah, why not?
3: Uh, From Alteric, thanks for the new amazing clip, Alex. You never fail to entertain with the city council bits. I wish you all success in the world and internet. Keep doing what you do. America needs you from one of your OG chat rats.
1: Yeah, Alteric is one of the best chat rats. We love Alteric. And before uh, we even get into the show, remember, we're going to have a chat rat meetup April 26th in Austin, Texas. Vulcan Gas Company. And if you have on the merch, you're going to get to go to the exclusive Primetime 99 and stupid Jimmy, the producer, meet and greet. I don't know why Jimmy's going to be there, but he's going <laughs> to carry my towels and, you know. Wash your jock straps. Wash all my stuff. Just carry my gym bag because I'm going to make a complete mess of the place. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to come and get freaky deaky and drink some coffee with a pimp on a blimp, make sure to go to uh, tinyurl slash 99 in Austin. That's right, tinyurl slash 99 in Austin. Okay, so let's get into the show. Tiny, did you see the turtle man, Cocaine Mitch, Mitch McConnell, is retiring? What
2: do you think about that? Yeah, man, I was surprised. I was shocked. I was uh, at home. It said, breaking news. And I was like, what's going on? He's stepping down. I was like, what? I was like, I was blown away. I ain't going to lie to you. I was a little surprised there. I said, uh, well, he said he's going to stay till November so he can, uh, you know, help him, uh, I guess, try to win the election. I I guess. Okay,
1: Is he going to help us win the election? I think he's staying there so he can rig it, you know, <laughs> so he can make sure Donald Trump doesn't win. I want his ass out now, right, Jimmy? He's 100 years old. I'm surprised
3: he's not dead.
1: Well, let's not say that. I don't wish any ill on him. I'm happy that he's alive, so even though I don't be- believe in you know, his deep state globalism and uh, weird agenda for
2: the conservative party. Well, but- well,
3: Tiny, are you familiar with the time he basically died
2: mid-speech? Oh, yeah, I remember that, man. That was crazy, dude. we have a I clip like, of that?
3: We do, actually. Uh, we can pull up SOT 1 when you get a chance. And I want
1: yeah. to get Tiny's reaction because we need his reaction. The, Tiny's a good indication of, you know, the average American man, you know? So, like, you're going to give your take. Not just my, I'm super dialed in. Jimmy's super dialed in. So, like, all you're right. going to hear some take that you hear all the time on, you know, any Twitter or Fox News. But Tiny, he's a man of the people. So, he's going to give the people's response.
2: There you go in cooperation and a string of uh, uh...
1: wake up Mitch wake up look it's at the people com- behind him It's a huge press conference yes. about our national security
0: Anything else
2: you want to say? I'm sure go back to you. Do you want to say anything else to the press? Okay.
1: I mean, I hate to say it, but just watching this video is uncomfortable. Man, you ain't lying. It's like they're talking to a hospice patient right there.
2: Man, you ain't lying. That's the first thing I was thinking too. Hey man, they need to go and send his ass home. And he's going to send him home, man. That dude look bad. Or
1: give him some of this double caffeinated primetime cast brew coffee. That would have healed him right up. That would have healed him up. And if you use the promo code primetime, you get 10% off. So, Mitch, get some of that cast brew coffee. Or, you know what? Honestly, he's so out of it. I think he'd be okay if he just started using cocaine. What do you say about that, Jimmy? Uh,
3: You know, that's probably a good solution. But I actually have a question. Do you think this other person could have used some cast brew coffee to help their political career?
1: Oh, rest in peace <laughs> You know, she's my aunt, Jimmy
3: <laughs> Your aunt died in Congress Yeah,
1: that... Diane Feinstein
3: Wow, I'm sorry, I didn't know lineage. she was related she to She hated I guess... our
1: family, she hate... She took on her husband's maiden name, Fine
3: Oh, that makes sense, Yeah, she was part Feinstein. of the Stein family
1: until she was mad
3: Well, I guess, who do you think will
1: die in office next? If I had to guess who will die in office right now Um, uh I'm trying, I'm trying to think who has, like, health, probably John Fetterman. No, that's I hope not. I like Fetterman. I like yeah. Fetterman. I don't want I, Fetterman to die. I'm not trying to say. I'm yeah, just, I don't want him to die either. Uh, he seems uh, like he has health issues. He cannot talk that well. But then at the same time, he looks like a construction worker that can build a house. So I don't know. It's hard to tell with him. He's like the guy, the villain from Happy Gilmore. Um, <laughs> you remember the guy true. where you have to hit the ball yeah. off his foot? Yes. He reminds you of that guy. Well, I, I
3: think it's probably going to be Jerry Nadler, not because of age, just because he's overweight and might get diabetes His or something. His BMI
1: is bad, yes. It's, no, but it's going to be somebody you don't expect, right? You know, you always want to go like, oh, let's play. Like, if you had to do gambling Vegas odds, you're going to put the least return on the people that are oldest, right? Like, you're going to get yeah. better odds if you pick, like, AOC is going to get colon cancer and die, right, if you're yeah. gambling. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just saying you would get more points than that for if you were betting on it. So if I had to bet on it, I want a long shot candidate to pass away. So I'm going to go with who's the, who's openly gay on uh, in uh, Washington?
3: Uh George Santos. Well, I guess he's not. He's not in Congress there anymore.
1: anymore. Uh Pete Buttigieg, does he count? He does count, but he probably will pass away.
3: Um <laughs> Who's openly gay in this Congress right? now? I
1: don't know, but if you're openly gay, you have to be very oh, careful. Kirsten
3: Cinema's bisexual.
1: I I don't think can lesbians get HIV?
3: That's a I, I think they'd have to use dirty needles.
1: Is that, I, honestly, I don't think a, two women can give each other HIV. I don't know. Is that true? I don't want to get terms of service. Uh, I, we're going to Google that. Yeah, just Google make HIV sure. transmission because that's very important. I'm sure our audience, does our audience know? Can we ask the chat rats, do you guys know about HIV transmission and can two women transmit it to each other? Chat rats, the onus is on you. You know, there is a big uh, a thing about uh, AIDS though, Jimmy. You know, there's a guy who's just in the news and he supposedly got cured from it. Did you see that? Well, not Oh, sorry, attention. I
3: was looking at the Google results. So I was right. The only way lesbians can get HIV is through drugs or if they have sex with an HIV-positive man.
1: Yeah, see, that's what I heard that, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's only two guys that can get it, right? Well, you need a dong, basically. Yeah.
2: Wow. What do you think about that, Tony? Man, that's crazy, man, because... Uh, I gave it to my ex girlfriend.
1: No, you got (laughs) it. All right, Uh, let's move on to the next Jimmy, I told you. (laughs) Jimmy, you're supposed to HIV test all of our guests.
2: Yeah, (sighs) man. Did you so,
1: never give time. You never took an HIV test. No, did they I didn't give ask you the rectal Take exam? HIV,
2: man, and they knew I had it. They gave, I, I told Jimmy, man, I had HIV.
1: Jimmy, you knew that he had HIV. Yes, he I did
3: it. because he brings so much value to the show. I figured it was worth the risk.
1: Did you yeah. give him a COVID test? At least he doesn't have COVID. I hope. That's no, much no, worse. that'd be way worse. I okay, COVID test him every God. day. God, yeah, I'd much rather you have AIDS than COVID.
2: Yeah, man, but I did give it to my ex-girl, man. And... Man, she passed. Man, I didn't mean to. Man. And wait, wait. You're then I ex- gave it to her cousin. Man.
1: Wait. So your ex-girlfriend <laughs> and her cousin both yeah. died after having sex with
2: you. We was doing manojetwirls, man. And uh, you know, I told him I had eleven kids, man. I was trying to catch, Lynn. you know, Nick Cannon, get twelve, man. And they volunteered the services, so oh. I was putting it out there. Then the mother came in the room. She heard all the noise and racket and says she want to get some action. I was like, oh, no she- hey, spe- at all, speaking of three so-
3: ways, um, Alex, do you hear what inspired Hunter Biden to become sober? Did he get HIV? Well, I mean, he probably did, but that's not the point. Oh, okay. Apparently Donald Trump inspired him to become sober because it's key to the future of democracy.
1: Donald Trump inspired me to get sober. You know, he doesn't drink or do drugs.
3: I did not know that.
1: Did you know that he's inspired a lot of people to become sober, Jimmy? So, but...
3: Hunter Biden couldn't get inspired by his own president father, but
1: no, uh, president. Donald Trump's the greatest president of all time.
3: Well, exactly. But do you think that's a little embarrassing for Joe Biden that Joe Biden could not get Hunter Biden to be sober, but the guy he's running against could?
1: No, because uh, Hunter, I mean, if I had to guess, Donald Trump is a better dad than Joe Biden.
3: Uh, what, makes, what makes you say that?
1: Uh, his kids aren't taking showers with him.
3: We don't. Is that confirmed? Has Donald Trump he's ever showered, showered with
1: Ivanka? No, he's never showered with his kids. I asked. You asked? I asked Donald Trump and I asked the family. They said no. Okay. So, would you say he's a better father? I mean, on that case, yeah. You're not showering with your kid, I hope. No, no, I'm not. You're doing <laughs> yeah. weird stuff with your kid. That you're taking them to bars. You're taking them to work. And people are smoking around them. Mm. You, you realize you're bringing your children around sick, demented people smoking cigarettes around them. Are you talking about yourself? Indirectly, you, yes. You, Indirectly, I was talking about myself. You don't have to call me out. You're oh, my producer. Okay. Yeah. I just wasn't sure. I was sure because to tell on myself. Yeah, I was just saying. You, you sounded so It's confident. not my fault for smoking a cigarette. I'm over the age of 21. What I was doing was totally legal. Your daughter inhaling my secondhand smoke, that's on you, Jack. That is on me. Yeah, three, three months, that's probably not legal. No, I smoked at that age. You did. You smoked at yeah. three you were a smoking baby? I smoked weed at that age. okay. Did who gave you the weed? My or did dealer, you buy it yourself? My dealer. I had a <laughs> dealer. I had a cell phone when I was three months old too. <laughs> and I had a girlfriend. You really lived a lot of life. I did pretty I had quickly. a car too. I had a car, I had a girlfriend, I had a watch, I had a credit card.
0: I don't know why that's funny.
1: Jimmy, I did more as a baby than you've done in your entire life. Probably. I'm serious. I was a baby. I did cocaine. I didn't care. <laughs> I was a baby. I didn't know any better. How old were you when you lost you know, your virginity? You know, it's funny that you're, like, you guys are laughing, but right now there's babies in New York City dying of fentanyl overdoses. I, I mean, I believe that. That really did happen. Google it. That really did happen. That, that makes me sad. I believe it. Well... If those babies are strong like me and they could have a little bit of tolerance, they'd be just fine. They'd be hosting their own show 30 years later. (laughs) There you go.
3: You know, Alex, you know, I I won't ask you to babysit anytime soon.
1: No. If you you honestly asked me to, if you gave me custody of your child temporarily for 45 minutes, I would put that baby on Craigslist. I would sell that baby (laughs) for $5,000 and I would retire and run away. You'd retire on
3: $5,000? Yes,
1: because what I would do is I would join the cartel. Uh, uh, and, and I would just be in part of the cartel, do cocaine all day and do whatever they do. <laughs> so five thousand dollars is all you need to retire forever. To yeah, yeah, if I obviously would job stability of being in the cartel and doing cocaine, I'd probably have to kill some people, which I don't love, but
3: well, on that topic, I think it's a perfect time for our sponsor of the show.
1: Oh my gosh. Speaking of the cartel, if you want something even stronger than what the cartel is selling. We got it, baby. Double caffeinated primetime grind coffee. Now, let me get that ad read, though, Jimmy. Let me actually do a little bit of the actual ad read. Why not? You know, born of a desire for a bold coffee and a need to build communities that support American values, cash brew coffee provides an alternative to the faceless corporate ecosystem and fosters a parallel economy that supports actual freedom. You can try my own personal blend of Alex Stein's prime time grind. It's a dark roast. It's hundred percent organic ground coffee with two times the amount of caffeine. It's the strongest coffee known to man. However, if you do drink too much, oh, oh wait, cup. I forgot
3: to change it. This was this was the part that I added in about the Nikki Haley thing. Wait, so let's what? just let's just skip that part. All right.
1: Okay, you know you're, Tim's gonna see this, Jimmy, and then he's gonna cancel his ad reads on the show.
3: I know. I'm sorry. I well, was but say, the
1: one thing we can get it right for Tim Pool.
3: I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Your story's that make it right. <laughs> I, that's why
3: I skipped that part. Why don't you call Tim? and say, oh, I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> I'll, I'll call Tim and tell
1: him I'm no, sorry. No, I'm not gonna give him your number. You're I, gonna call him all damn day. Okay, you're right. I would. Yes, God, you have Travis Kelsey vibes. Why are you back on the show, dude? I thought I lit you on fire.
3: <laughs> you did. I went to the hospital, but now I'm back. You 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 said you said I wasn't getting paid for yesterday because Alex, I tried I tried to not let him back in, but yeah,
1: I know. How did your card work? Did you? I, th- I swear, I talked to security. They said your card was gonna be deactivated.
3: <laughs> I had to get an Uber.
1: No, your card, the card, your security card, not car. Oh,
3: security card. Yeah. I, tr- oh, I-, I tried.
1: Now you're Ubering? Why, you're Ubering? I thought work? you said
3: car. I'm like, you messed up my car, too. Okay.
1: Let's get back to the freaking point, Jimmy. Not your damn haircut and your Travis Kelsey wannabe vibe. I didn't bring that up. You need to bring up cast brew coffee and how it's going to keep your job if you sell enough of this crap. Okay. It's not crap, it's delicious. I'm just saying that metaphorically. So if you guys want Jimmy to keep his job that he doesn't make any money uh, doing, go to this website, cashbrew.com. Now, once again, this is a call to action. A lot of times I sit here and I speak and I say this, I say jokes, you don't know what is real and what is fake. I purposefully do that because I do kind of sometimes want to confuse the audience because I get pleasure out of that. But what I don't want to confuse you about is this is the best damn coffee you can put in your freaking mouth. And you're going to be able to purchase this coffee and not only get a delicious hot beverage or drink it cold on ice, a little bit of milk, better than Starbucks cold iced coffee. But it's not about that. It's about supporting a real ecosystem of content creators. You're helping the pimp on a blimp when you buy this. Not Folgers Coffee so the CEO can go do God knows what on a private jet with maybe Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not saying the Folgers Coffees, you know, doing Jeffrey Epstein stuff, but I'm also not saying that they're not doing Jeffrey Epstein stuff. So what I want to say is no Jeffrey Epstein vibes, no Faceless Corporation. You get to see my face. Show this right on the damn bag. So if you consider yourself a chat rat and a supporter of the pimp on a blimp, I need y'all to come through and use this damn code buy one bag of coffee. What matters is, is that you're using a lot of these primetime codes. I don't care if you buy hundred dollars worth, I don't care if you buy one bag, but please, please help the pimp on a blimp and support the show by going to Cash brew coffee, or excuse me, just CasBrew.com and buying some Cash brew coffee and making sure, hate to be that guy, use the promo code, but use the promo code or it doesn't matter for me it doesn't help.
2: What do you think about that, Tiny? I think it's awesome, man. I tell you, man. I got some of this over here too. And I tell you, man, it's awesome. And it's gonna make you a strong black man like me. So you gotta get some of this good old, strong black coffee in you. Yeah, and I'm telling you, see the muscles I got that body? Uh I have from drinking that good old black coffee. Get you some right now.
1: And if you're transgender so. and you wanna become a black man, drink this coffee. It'll help you transition.
2: All right, now we have to welcome on. This guy
1: is making waves on the internet. The New York Times described him as a Russian oligarch, and they considered him evil, all because he bought some beautiful shoes. With all that being said, let's welcome on the one and the only, Roman Scharf. Roman, how are you doing, my friend?
4: I'm wonderful, what's going on? How's that coffee, by the way? I'm gonna to have to order some.
1: Please, Roman, I know you need that. You already have a lot of energy, but this is the double caffeinated Tim Pool cash brew coffee. Primetime Grind. You buy this, you're going to be feeling brand new like you do in those shoes. Okay, Roman, but let's talk to you. Don't even worry about my coffee for a second. I want to talk about you. What is going on? They called you a Russian oligarch. They, they, all these hit pieces went out against you all because you bought a badass pair of shoes that I think Joe, who has it? The fat Joe has. All the rappers have these shoes. Are they idiots for not realizing what is cool and what isn't cool? I think that, uh,
4: you know, it's a classic uh, media play. Pushing a narrative, hey, I went from just a guy that bought a pair of sneakers. But the minute they found out that I actually speak the Russian language, putting together Trump, a Russian, and then adding for spice oligarch to the end, actually gets a lot of clicks. Sad part about it is half the people out there actually believe the story. Never mind that I'm originally born in Ukraine. Never mind that I'm an army veteran, and never mind that I'm a American and uh, and not a, a Russian CEO, uh, but Listen, it wouldn't be as catchy if you said Robin Sharp bought $9,000 pair of sneakers without mentioning Trump, Russian, and oligarch together.
1: They know how to get clicks, of course. And then they have to paint you in a totally different picture. But it just shows you how dishonest. I mean, and everybody knows this because obviously you like Trump. I love Trump. I mean, we know that he's coined the phrase fake news, but it doesn't get faker than this. You're a man, a wealthy man. You know, let's not, let's, let's be real. You're probably wealthy. So they weren't wrong about that, but calling you a Russian oligarch and painting you out like you're some Russian terrorist. I mean, it's just a gross exaggeration. So how I checked, do you combat check my
4: bank account. I checked my bank account just in case that morning, And I realized, no, not quite Russian oligarch style, but I am a sneakerhead and I do like cool and rare things. And to be able to be the only person in the world with a pair of signed Donald Trump sneakers as a sneakerhead, that was a prize for me. Who knew it would result in, oh, I don't know, $9,000 resulted probably in about $9 million worth of free press coverage and a meeting with Adon himself. I mean, come on, can't beat that.
1: Well, and I I saw, I think I saw an article where you said that, somebody kind of teased you and you said, yeah, I did pay, I did overpay for him a little bit, but you won him first, but now looking back, you didn't overpay, you got to meet with the president himself because of this, so really you did the best. With for- my son. Yeah, with your with son, son, an experience that he'll never forget. I mean, I've been lucky enough to meet the president and it's something that I will never forget. I mean, it's an incredible experience, the guy that's one of the most, I mean, now he's not the president anymore, but he will be, hopefully, my point is, Regardless, he's still one of the most powerful men on earth. And when you meet him, it's such an honor and a privilege, whether you like him or not. Like, you know, I, I feel like when you meet Donald President Donald Trump, he has this presence about him where you like almost can't not respect the man. Um, it's, so-
4: it's You know what that was? I, I, people asked me this said how was it? Well, first of all, it was super casual. I thought it was going to be a photo op at first. You know, five minutes, take a picture with the sneakers, move on. No, I broke bread with the guy. I sat there for an hour and 45 minutes, had lunch with him and his golf buddy. He just finished a round of golf. Uh, And he does, the presence is that of a boss, Mm -hmm. right? It's like a boss presence. But yet, not for a second did I feel belittled or smaller in any way, shape, or form.
1: Nope. Roman, he's the best at that. And then, I don't know, do we have the Trump clip of the the NAACP saying how great he was for Black America? Um,
3: No, I have the Fat Joe clip, though. Why
1: don't you ever have the clip? Did I not send you that clip to put that clip in the show?
3: I just really wanted to play Fat Joe.
1: Okay, well, we'll play the Fat Joe clip, but gosh, I would really (laughs) like the NAACP. But let's play this clip of another sneakerhead defending the reason why he has the Trump J6s.
2: Why, if you collect art, do you really know what Basquiat was into? Do you know what Anthony Wal- or Andy Warhol was into? Any of these artists that you was into? You love the art. So you get it. I guess they separate art from the person. Now me as a sneaker collector, I had to get my hand on the Trumps. Once again, I'm, a number on the I'm not a Trumper. I dislike Trump. I'm not voting for him. Not now, not never but I'm a sneaker collector into the art, so I had to find these.
1: I think it's proof that every rapper loves Donald Trump, right?
4: So, so, Fat Joe, I mean, I have a sneaker collection probably nearing a couple of hundred pairs. That pales in comparison to his sneaker collection. Too bad he's not a Trump, or maybe he'll wear the sneakers and become, you know how you wear certain sneakers and you jump higher? Maybe he'll wear those and he'll vote for Trump.
1: See, that's a funny joke, but you know what, this is, and I'm not even trying to be a contrarian, you know that he's a little bit of a Trump supporter. Every rapper, they always rhymed with Trump. The only reason that he doesn't want to say he doesn't like Trump because it's not cool. If it was cool to like Trump, he would be like it. He would say, oh, I love these. They'd all be wearing them in the rap videos. But they're worried about their agents, their managers. They're worried about NBC, all of their record labels coming after him. If they didn't care about that, if they are truly independent, then he wouldn't have to put out an apology video because he bought a pair of limited edition sneakers that are the most famous shoes on the planet right now
4: because the media immediately would have painted him as uh, i don't know he could very tough to paint joe uh, as a russian oligarch but they would have painted him <laughs> something with trump something that is bad
1: no you're exactly right they, they're going to turn they're going to somehow villainize him at all okay so a little bit back to your meeting with trump he is very down-to-earth, and that's, I think, what makes him special when I am saying that NAACP. He has this, like, air of superiority, but at the same time, he's, like, not... Like, they say he's the CEO, but he treats the janitor with the same respect that he treats, you know, the number one sales guy. He, he has that bedside manner that's just really professional. When I,
4: I tell you, when we sat there, right, and my thing was, look, I'm not going to you know, push the conversation one with the other. Because in reality, what it was is, a man just finished playing 18 holes of golf, a 78-year-old man, by the way, that looks to be in tip-top shape. And we sat at the table, there were four other guys there. Only one of them looked familiar to me. I asked him who he was, ended up being Andrew Giuliani.
1: Yeah, a really a show nice guy. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I just
4: nice. did a show in the morning. Uh, I was in New York in the morning. I did a podcast with him for an hour straight. We talked about fun things like communism and Soviet Russia and things like that. But anyway, we're sitting there and the conversation is not about any particular things. A little bit of politics, a little little bit about food, a little bit about sneakers, about watches, about business. I'm sure they talked
1: about sports.
4: It was five guys, six guys sitting at a table and having a casual conversation like I would with my buddies after finishing a round of golf. And it was a fun conversation, it was a real conversation. When people ask me why I like Trump is I said, well, he's not really a politician, he's a real human. And that hour and 45 minutes just proved that to me that, hey, he's just another guy. Like he's the guy you can talk to about anything and he's
1: truthful and real. No, he is real. Okay, so now since you were born in the Ukraine, they, they paint you a Russian oligarch. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Vladimir Putin, obviously, he's done some bad stuff. He's thrown journalists, but I like Vladimir. I mean, I think, you know, he's done some good stuff too. I know that sounds bad. I'm just saying he's not as bad as they say. Oh my gosh. Let's, Is he as bad? I'll let him say. Yeah, Is he's, he's b- pretty fucking bad. Okay, sorry, no cussing. You're not allowed to cuss as a the show. We, we don't want He's to, a Christian. Don't so get a clip to hey. be Like Alex Stein loves well, Vladimir Putin. Like, but let's say, I'm just saying, he's a Christian. They don't do pride parades. He does some good stuff. I mean, what I mean, what do you want me to say? Hey,
3: the buses are nice. I don't, um, yeah, have
1: yeah, you seen the, the every,
4: train
3: everybody,
1: station?
4: Everybody <laughs> out oh there. Everybody out there has some good and some bad in them. I think the invasion of Ukraine was a terrible thing.
1: Yeah, I agree and with that.
4: Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, it's my biggest issue with that invasion, there's no reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. When Bush went into Afghanistan, he wanted to destroy Taliban. When we went into Iraq, we wanted to destroy Saddam Hussein, right? There was a goal. There's something behind an attack, right? Uh, whether it's provoked or unprovoked, there's a reason behind it. With Ukraine, nobody can still, till this day, even after Tucker's interview, you can figure out what the hell he went into Ukraine, right? My biggest issue is you get kids, young kids that are dying on both ends. And most of those guys are related because Ukraine and Russia were all the same country for 80 years. And now all of a sudden, you got brother against brother fighting. And people asked me, this, they said, Roman, well, you were born in Ukraine, I was born in Ukraine when it was part of the Soviet Union, so everybody was Russian. Whether you were from Uzbekistan or Krakistan, it didn't really matter where you're from. (laughs) You were all Russians, right? Oh, You caught that one, right? So long story short, uh, I'm looking at this, and people are telling me, well, how can you support a president? He Because, again, everybody gives me an argument from mainstream media. They read a title, they read an article, and this is what they hit me with. You know, they hit me with every case that Donald Trump has had in the last five years. They hit me with everything under the sun. They read in the tabloids, right? And this, I said, the only reason, the only reason I want Trump to be president is because I know he's the one president that's gonna end this conflict. Now, whether he likes Putin or doesn't like Putin, likes Zelensky, it's irrelevant to me because I want the conflict to end. I know families, personally, that have, that live on both sides of the border because in Soviet Union, everybody mixed together. And now all of a sudden, You have cousins fighting against cousins and not at their own will. And I think that the president, I strongly believe when he becomes president, he's going to end this conflict because Donald Trump will sit him down and say, look, boys, it's over. This needs to be over. So what do you want? What do you want? Strike a deal, finish it and stop the slaughter, because that's what I'm most concerned about is young kids out there giving their lives. And for what? For a reason they don't even know
1: and they and they're making uh, basically people that are close to their 40s and 50s enlist to fight in this war. Obviously, you know, Vladimir Putin is wrong, but then at the same time, you know, this is done by America. America is provoking them by saying oh, Ukraine's going to join NATO. So, like like you're right. Donald Trump could sit there and say, "Hey, look, they're not going to join NATO. This is over. You need to whatever they Well, how would they deal with the Donbass region though? What do, you would know better than me? How do they how would you fix that conflict for that region?
4: Here's the thing: is that if you have an area or a region of a country, any country, right, that doesn't want to be part of a particular country, because let's say the people there predominantly are Russian, Russian-speaking, they don't identify as Ukrainians. I hate to use that word, right? And there's a region that borders Russia that's saying, "Look, we want to be Russia." And if there's a way to figure out and say, "Well, look, if you guys want to be under Russia," and you wanna take the city and make it belong to Russia because you you feel that you guys are Russians and you don't agree with the Ukrainian government, then by all means, separate and do your own thing, right? But it has to be done in a true format, right? Because the politicians can say anything, you know? If Vladimir Putin says that Donbass wants to be under Russia, doesn't mean that they want to be under Russia, right? Yeah. They Those people need to figure that out by themselves. There are local governments, right? That are in every major city, pretty much in all of country Ukraine, right? and and it's just start from there the people in that area the city should and let pick
1: well yeah the city should pick that would make sense if you're in that region this city could be russian this city could you be and then you would pay the taxes or however but then,
4: but then you also you're also run into an issue of okay well if, if half the city wants to do it, the other half doesn't want to do it right at the end of the day there are clear borders of ukraine ukraine is ukraine russia is russia i think the fairest thing is that those that want to identify closer to russia And if they're living on Ukrainian land, then by all means, have Vladimir Putin give them the means to take their stuff, move over into Russian territories, give them some financial aid to make the move. And now they become Russian. That
1: would be cheaper than the bombs. I mean, that sounds crazy, but that'd be a lot cheaper than the the, the, uh, cruise missiles they need.
4: Listen, at the end of the day, you know, when somebody's not happy in a country they live in, they look for a better place to live. Right. Which is. No, I'm not going to get into the t- current immigration situation in the United States. It's America That's a shit show. But, but, but with that said, when I was coming as a refugee from Soviet Union, my father picked up, left everything he had behind, had $4 in his pocket, and he moved for his children to have a better life. We went through a proper immigration process. The country took us in. And here we are 36 years later, right? So it's, it's one of those things where there are many, many options. But the worst option is what's going on right now. And that's the bottom line. And it's and and it's bad on both ends. Yes, Russia is the aggressor and Ukraine is getting, you know, beat up and and kids are dying. But when the war first started, uh, when the Russian, when they threw all these young soldiers literally into a meat grinder to go attack Ukraine, half those guys thought they were going on some training missions. They didn't even know the war freaking started, you know, and it's it's like it's hard to feel bad for the aggressors. Yes, I hate the ruling. Right. The people that made those kids fight. But I can't possibly hate 18 year old kids that have no idea what they're doing, that are being thrown into the meat ride and getting killed on both sides. That's my biggest issue. I was in the military. I know what war is like. It's not a pretty thing. And at the end of the day, it's mothers that are left without children. Right. And that's and that's the worst thing that can possibly happen.
0: No,
1: you're right. A, a parent bearing a child, there's nothing terrible, more terrible than that. Okay, before we let you go, so Roman, tell us a little bit about who you are. So so we have heard the fake news media. I know you said you're a sneakerhead, mm-hmm. but like, you know, what's on the horizon? You know, how can you, I guess, tell so, us a little so bit about yourself actually, and, and, and how are you going to, you know, use all this viral success to help, uh, you know, catapult you to even a bigger... So, line. so
4: it, the thing of it is, is that, you know, I already have my own social media fighting in the world that I'm in and the world that I'm in is luxury watches and jewelry. I've owned a company called LuxuryBazaar.com for the last 21 years. And we've sold luxury high-end watches as well as jewelry. We do about $125 million a year. Sneakers is just a hobby, right? But uh, I've since... about five years ago, started a YouTube channel. We get about a million eyes on us a day through our social media channels. We run a reality style TV show that lets you into the world of the great market of watches, how we buy, sell, trade watches, right? Very transparent, very well, that's realistic. awesome.
1: So you have like a reality so, show of your business of how you do it. I am going to check it's, that it's out. It's on my
4: YouTube channel. If you, go, if you go to Roman sharp on YouTube, you well, can- Well, I love all you those, those TikToks.
1: Little... No, I'm saying I gotta watch it because I love all those TikToks that are going to the diamond mines in New York and people are, it's almost like a uh, Pawn Stars, but really high-end stuff. You know what I'm just saying? I like that, the haggling like, of it's literally
4: like that, yeah. except we have it on my Instagram. It's short format and on my YouTube, it's long format, right? We actually posted a video today. Uh, with that said, so in our space, the space of luxury watches, you can imagine, is very small, not the most affordable product in the world. Not everybody, even if they can afford it, are interested in that type of product. So it's a very niche space. So becoming a celebrity in this space, and I was one of the pioneers on YouTube to do this, it was very easy. I walked down the street, people want to take a picture with me, they're me for watches. Now all of a sudden, Sneaker Gate drops, uh-huh. as I dubbed it. And all of a sudden, I'm getting PR from news channels. This morning, I was on Fox, but the purpose of the visit was to talk about watches, the watch market and things like that. I brought about $4 million worth of stuff. I was in Good Day New York this morning. Of course, we booked that appointment before SneakerGate. And as that happened, I get an email. Oh, by the way, congratulations on the sneakers. Would you mind bringing them with you when you're talking about watches? And i am just like But look, at the end of the day, all publicity is good publicity, right? Uh, I noticed we get a ton of traffic on our website. We've been around for a long time. I noticed last week my traffic literally just went there, just shut up through the roof, like quadruple, tenfold, right? All of a sudden I'm getting followers that I didn't have before on my social media channels. All of a sudden I have a ton of followers on Twitter. I've never even used Twitter or X for that matter, right? So it's been a fun ride, I'll be honest with you. It's tiring. I've made, I don't can't count how many TV show appearances and so on and so forth. <laughs> That's a good and problem. Honestly, I, got, I, I have shit to do. I have like a company to run, right? Yeah. I have 30 employees. I have an office in Philly. I have an office in Hong Kong. I have a lot of transactions going on. And like my team is just like, Roman, go do you. We'll take care of everything. We're fine. My CEO is like, he's in Hong Kong right now. So he's like trying to pick up things for me. It's been a wild ride. And you know what? But it's been fun. What it did is it gave me a different platform because I feel like media versus social media, uh, Two different platforms. Yep. And I met Pierce Morgan. I met Charlie Kirk. I met all these guys, like all of a sudden. And I'm now, I have a different platform. And some of these platforms gave me the ability to do some comparison Soviet Union, how it was, and what we're seeing in our country today. It gave me the ability to speak truthfully of what my values are. I believe in freedom of speech. I believe in. Freedom, I believe in the right to bear arms. I'm very bullish about that. So I was able to talk about my political belief on a platform where it actually belongs because I don't get too political on my platforms. People come follow me to look at watches, right? So so it's been it's been a fun ride. And uh, it's conversations like this that, you know, are fun, but it is tiresome. I gotta be, I was up at 5 a.m. this morning, drove to New York City, went on Fox, then I went to on to Andrew Giuliani's show after that, whom I met at the table with yeah. Donald Trump. It's been fun. It's been a lot of
1: fun. We'll ride the wave as long as possible. Obviously, you're successful independently, but this is like you said, it opens up new doors, and now you get to go on new shows where it's only going to help your watch business. And then, last thing you said, you have a. a, a, I don't know much about watches. You know, my dad obviously loves Rolexes. You know, he's had a Rolex. You know, couple. I'm I'm so stupid. I wear this stupid Apple Watch. They say this is the crappiest watch to wear. What do you, you have to hate these Apple Watches, right? Is this not the worst watch? I,
4: I actually don't. I think the Apple Watch is in its own genre. The Apple, the Woots, all the you know, stuff that does your vitals and all that other stuff. It's a completely different genre. I have a lot of clients that will wear a fancy watch on their left wrist and they'll wear, either an Apple watch or- My dad has to wear one watches. to see
1: if he's an AFib. So that's why he wears it. Yeah, cause he'd like, he would like to wear Rolex, but he wears it for his heart health. Okay, and the last thing you said, the Hong Kong, do, is, are they buying all the expensive watches in America and then sending them to Hong Kong because people can't afford them here? No,
4: we just, we just we do business all over the world. So uh, if you look at New York as a, uh, a hub for North America, trade hub, if you will, mm-hmm. one of the biggest, Hong Kong is that for Asia and the Middle East. So holding an office in Hong Kong gives us the ability to you know, buy product from there, sell product to there. It's more like a hub. And they hold a lot of trade shows. So right now I have a team of three guys out in Hong Kong doing uh, one of the biggest watch and jewelry shows out there. So they're buying and selling. It's a trade show, so you go both ways.
1: And who buys these watches? Are they mainly celebrities? Because like you said, you said it, a very hard thing. Even some people that can afford these watches, because like when you're saying these Richard Millies, these million-dollar- you'd,
4: you'd be surprised the eclectic mix of clients that pick up expensive watches. By utilizing our media and the shows that we put on through social media, be it Instagram, YouTube, now Twitter, apparently, uh, we're able to create new buyers, create people that get into the hobby, that start doing research. Because you understand, these watches, we got, they have history going back hundreds of years. Yeah. They have, there's so much complicated mechanical things that are involved into these things, it's not just about gold and diamonds, it's, it's a lot more complex. But what's happening is uh, a very eclectic mix. Uh, from rock stars to basketball players to CEOs of uh, major companies to new crypto millionaires, the the watch, the generation like or the age, there's no average age. It goes from as long as the people can afford it, it goes from 18 all the way up to 75 or 90. The world of watches is a very niche space, but those that are in it are very, very dedicated. They're very educated. And there's really no way, one way to pinpoint. A, it's a celebrity thing, or it's just a rich people thing. No, because we sell watches that are two, three thousand dollars, as well as watches that are one and a half million dollars. The most expensive watch that we ever sold was four point six million dollars. So the range is infinite.
1: <sighs> That's so insane. It's, and,
4: and we hold all that stuff. So if I'll have a three thousand dollar watch today on Good Day in New York. The cheapest watch I brought, I believe, was like I don't know, ten grand, and the most expensive one was a million and a quarter. So what was the million and a quarter watch? What was sale.
1: that? A Richard Milley what watch is that a Rolex? Watch? No, it was
4: actually it was actually a rare protect Philippe. It was a vintage paddock uh, uh. that was made for the Sultanate of Oman. There was only six made. Oh, in the world.
1: made for the Sultan of Oman. <laughs> and it had to have engraving or something on it. I mean, did it it
4: had it had it had the Kanjar, the, the the Royal Logo on it? That's the what dot. made
1: it. That's where yeah, that's really that's awesome. Now I want to buy that watch if I could afford it. All right, but last thing see, before this you see what I mean. Yeah, but last thing this before you I go mean. would you sell Hunter Biden a watch? Would you give Hunter Biden a deal? No. No, I see. I listen. I don't. I don't like Hunter Biden's politics. I hate Joe Biden's politics. But I think Hunter Biden's kind of like he's almost like that lovable fuck up. I, you know what I mean? There's something about him that's kind of funny. That he's I'll like, agree.
4: I'll agree with the second part. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with the first part. Look, at the end of the day, he's got the typical rich kid syndrome, right? Exactly.
1: You know, he's rich and, kid and, syndrome.
4: And you know what? I, I have clients like that. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I have some trust fund baby clients that are just one. <laughs> real quick, right? Meet a meet a customer. He's in New York. He's like, I'm like, listen, I'm in the city once a week. Let's meet up. This was a long time ago. And the guy goes to me. I'm like, I'll be there on Wednesday. You want to meet up? The guy goes, no, I have an AA meeting. All right. How about the following Wednesday I'll be in the city? He's like, no, I have an NA meeting. I'm like, what about Friday? He goes, I'm having 60 pounds of skin removed off my body. I was overweight. I got a gastric bypass. Got to know the guy, found out he's a trust fund baby. Gets gets 100 grand a month, lives in a double brownstone on Upper East Side, probably a $100 million property with six helpers living around the house, over 40 doesn't do any damn thing. So I have clients like that too. So it, it's a big diversity. So listen, problem children are there. I just make sure that I have three kids and I make sure that they're raised right. And so my kids are not problem children because if my son ever came home and said that, I think I'm a girl, I have a really simple answer for him. Uh, you're not, end of conversation.
1: Wow, you're the man Roman, awesome dude. We, uh, you know, like I said, use this viral success. You're very well spoken, you're a sharp guy. I, I can only picture big things for you in the future. Thank you for uh, giving us a little bit of your time, Roman.
4: If you have ever in Philly, stop in. Love to Oh, 100%. A
1: and I go to Philly, so I'll see you soon. I'm going to see you, Roman. You're the man. All right, guys. You what a it, great, I love that Roman guy. Wasn't that awesome, Jimmy?
3: Yeah, he was really relatable. That's what I liked about him.
1: Well, he's also a multimillionaire watch guy, you know. I know. I, mean,
3: I was joking.
1: Hey, Jimmy, are you supposed to joke or are you supposed to produce a damn show?
3: i probably produced the damn show.
1: Yeah. So let's not try to joke. Let's not joke anymore. Let's just stick to producing the show.
3: He sold a $4 million watch. I would, I didn't even know they made $400 watches.
1: Okay. You went to Princeton. They never tell you at Princeton that there's watches that are valued more than $400. N- no. Okay.
3: It was mostly gender studies. You this know is, this.
1: I know that, but this is why you're supposed to produce the damn show. And shut the fuck up. Um, Okay. Should be easy. It's really hard. No, let's practice. Willy Wonka. No, see, you failed, dude. Just shut up. Okay, we're just going to sit here. You're not going to say anything. (laughs) Produce. Right now, don't say anything, but what was the producer supposed to be doing right now? Looking at the chat, maybe, or engage, like, could you engage with the chat? Could we, do you like the Trump shoes? Yes, that's probably Brandon that did that. I like that he did a survey. Why is Brandon out there working his ass off, and you're sitting there with Travis Kelsey vibes trying to bang Taylor Swift the whole episode?
3: (laughs) What, Jimmy, (laughs) shut up. He said not to talk.
1: I said not to talk. God damn it, Jimmy. Why is Jimmy messing up like this Tiny?
2: I don't know, man. Mess up a wet drunk. Jimmy, what's you on, Dopa Dog food, man?
1: I know what are Jimmy, are have you been drinking before this episode?
2: No, I drank a lot last night though.
1: Well, let me tell you something, Jimmy. <clears throat> I am the host of this show, and I'm also incredibly close with the most powerful and richest man on earth, Elon Musk. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. People are going to say, Alex, you're teasing. You don't talk to Elon. You're not constantly in communication with him. Aren't they going to say that, Jimmy? Yes. But well, we have the Trump card, don't we?
3: <clears throat> I, I mean, technically, yes.
1: You put the clip in of me and Elon. Well,
3: y- well, yeah, but I was saying we have we had the Willy Wonka.
1: So we want to watch that first, or should we watch the well, megaviral? Well, I think that
3: Elon Musk is the perfect way to end.
1: Should we end on a high note? Should yeah. we tell the... The audience, the, our private conversation with Elon Musk, do you guys, are you guys interested in that for <clears throat> the audience?
3: Yeah. I mean, Alex actually talked to Elon Musk today, and that's not a joke. But <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. We have I want you Willy to shut Wonka. the hell up.
1: I want you to shut the hell up. <laughs> just, just
0: play just sh- the Willy Wonka. Just, no, no, don't,
1: don't, let's just sit here quietly for a second. Everybody relax. The viewers, there's a little over 1,000 people watching. They can just take a break. Look at the cats, can you show the cats real quick? I don't know. Uh, Nathan, can you get a camera and maybe show the cats real quick just to relax us before we do this? This is what's going on, Jimmy. This is, what the, this is a real father. This is what a real father looks like. <laughs> you see that? This is the kitten cam. This is live at my house here in Dallas, Texas. Gosh, this monitor is disgusting, but neither here nor there. These are, this is what a real father looks like. Can you watch your daughter right now? I can't. I'm a little busy. Oh, so, I know. It's funny, because I'm busy, too. I'm hosting a damn TV show. <laughs> and I'm still a better father than you'll ever be. Why? Because my babies are 24-7 on cam. It's hard to argue with that. You it's have very been... hard to argue with that. You can't argue with it. And I've never taken my cat to a bar.
3: That is true. Have you ever yeah. taken
1: your children to a bar? I have. Yeah, have you, well, I do smoke in front of my cats. The cats like cigarettes, but that's neither here nor <laughs> there. All right. Did you see Willy Wonka's Trending Tiny? No, I didn't see it, man. You got a clip of it? Yeah, but you like chocolate, right? Oh, I love chocolate. I love
2: chocolate. Black men don't love chocolate, man. Ah! Black men love chocolate, man. We love a lot of chocolate, man. I love chocolate, on, too. Yeah, man. Let's go see that clip. You got one? Let's play it.
1: So this is the Willy Wonka experience. These people in Glasgow, where, where did they do this? Glasgow. Did I say that right? Glasgow Glasgow? How do you say it? <clears throat> Glasgow. I feel like I don't know how you say it, but Glasgow, Glasgow, whatever. They, a bunch of people did a scam where they used a bunch of AI art and they said that they are doing like a immersive Willy Wonka experience, almost like you're going to like a theme park, right? Uh-huh. And they posted these pictures where it's like ornate flowers and what is it, Oompa Loompas and candy. Oh my gosh, I'm about to throw up, excuse me. Candy, all this stuff. And then, this was a reality, it was just a bunch of weird people in masks yelling at children the whole time. What? Yes, do you have the clip of the weird person in the mask?
3: Yeah, we have a bunch of full screens. Let's just, um, you cycle through full screen four through seven. Look at that. That's supposed to be an Oompa Loompa and looks like it's cooking meth. <laughs> Honestly, that is <laughs> going go back to the chocolate. Oompa
1: Loompa. That picture is kind of accurate. Like, that's what I imagine. Willy Wonka's Oompa Loompa looks like a meth head. Those are beakers. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would imagine an Oompa Loompa that's making chocolate all day would look like. So that, I, I don't think that's that bad. Next one.
3: This is the guy who played Willy Wonka. He
1: has, he has Johnny Depp vibes.
3: It looks, looks more like a leprechaun. <laughs> that
0: guy was Willy Wonka, huh? Pretty bad, huh? Jimmy?
3: Yeah, that's pretty bad.
1: Are you sure that guy was Wonka? That guy's not Wonka. Yeah, it was. I think that guy's a registered sex offender. <laughs> I would believe both. Is he? I don't want to say, Paul, if you're not, if Paul, if you're watching this, I don't know that you're a registered sex offender. You just look like one. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next photo. Okay, is that
3: wine? What is that? It was the limeade they got with the ticket.
1: Yeah. Oh, so you got one. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. It was supposed to be drinks and beverages, or what is it, beverages and snacks included, and everybody got a cup of urine-flavored. Uh, they said it was limeade.
3: limeade. I haven't confirmed if it was pee or not.
1: It looks like pee. And then they got one candy. Is that true?
3: Yeah. Like a few, like one jelly bean, an individual
1: jelly bean. Has the Wonka family reached out? <laughs> they should. They should to make things right. To help those families. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because his his estate is still Willy Wonka's. I mean, his estate could take care of this. Obviously, Willy passed away. Mm-hmm.
3: But Willy didn't have. Well, he did have one child child with an Oompa Loompa, but that's kind of a that's what I'm saying. Story. The
1: Oompa Loompa baby. The estate could handle this. Mm-hmm. no absolutely we need to contact the Wonka estate
3: are there any other full screens I think there might be one more oh the script was 15 pages of AI generated gibberish a made up villain called the unknown an evil chocolate maker who lives in the walls and the event had no chocolate okay. kids were given a
1: single jelly bean and a cup of lemonade
2: <laughs> what?
1: how are you going to have a Willy Wonka chocolate factory without chocolate <laughs> the Willy Wonka's non-chocolate factory is that what they called it Apparently. Alex, do
2: you think think we should go? It's crazy, man.
1: We should go. Honestly, I would go to that and probably vibe out and enjoy it. (laughs) I would do meth with that one Oompa Loompa. She looked like she was cooking something. She had definitely uh, Walter White vibes. Look at that. She's
3: definitely uh, Mm -hmm. smoking what she's selling.
1: (laughs) That actually looks like one of my exes.
3: I'm not even kidding. (laughs) Alex, should we give Jimmy that hairstyle next? No. That would take a while to (laughs) grow out.
1: I'm not gonna do anything for Jimmy. He's gonna be lucky to be alive for tomorrow's show after what I did to his breaks.
3: (laughs) Um, We have another ad read.
1: Oh yeah, okay, this is a good one. Guys, I I think I'm saying guys too much, but chat rats, your boy, Primetime99, Pimp on a Blimp. We got a big time comedy show March 24th in Dallas. We're gonna be me, Tiny's going to be there. Jimmy's going to be there. Brandon's going to be there. Everybody's going to be there. We're doing a meet and greet there, too. So March 24th, get your tickets at tinyurl.com slash 99 Dallas if you want to come see the pimp on a blimp live and Jimmy, and we're going to light him on fire. Right, Jimmy? Absolutely. We're going to light you on fire. And we're going to bury you alive. Oh, wow. Like the, like the Undertaker. <laughs> Did you ever watch WWE wrestling? Uh, a couple times. Can we do a coffin match? A coffin match? You don't, you're not familiar with a coffin match?
3: I've seen, oh, is that the clip where they think they're dead and then the coffin, they're like, oh,
2: fuck.
1: Well, I'm alive. The Undertaker's come out of a coffin multiple times. It's kind of his gimmick. But yeah, a coffin match is where we have a wrestling match and we put a coffin by the side of the ring open. Whoever gets thrown in the coffin first loses. Coffin match.
3: Nice. And do, and do they get buried like death? Yeah,
1: technically, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Like I think Okazuno uh, got buried I think one time.
3: Oh. So a death match is what they no,
1: should be. No, 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 no. In terms of service no, no. You don't die in pro- you don't die in professional wrestling. But I would put you in a coffin and uh Yeah, that's it. Just put you in a coffin. <laughs> Just oh, put me in
3: a coffin, nail me shut.
1: I would love to put you in a coffin. <laughs> Jimmy, when I go to your funeral, I'm gonna be dancing, playing Lady Gaga born this way. You know that, right? Now I do. I didn't know about Lady cigarettes. Gaga. Lady Gaga born this way. People say you're disrespectful. I'm gonna say I was born this way. I don't know any other better. I ain't got no sense. So. See you at your funeral, bud.
2: Well,
3: on that note should we end on the uh your your talk with elon
1: Mm. let me think about it yes anything else well this is i do want to say this one thing and this is to elon listen i got triple vaccinated uh, because i listened to the science and now i'm impotent and i'm wondering if i got the neural link could that help me get an erection in the future because i would be willing to be part of your beta testing program if that would be possible (laughs) <laughs>
4: yeah, sure.
1: Oh, thank you. Yes, my wife is gonna be so happy. Oh, she's gonna finally dump her boyfriend. Thank you, Elon. Please sign me up. I'm willing to sell my body to science. anything no, More questions
0: about the boyfriend, but I'm really not ready
1: that. No, don't worry about Dontarius No, he's a big fan of yours, though. Actually, you canceled his account a few times, but it was valid. So don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, no. Thank you, James, for having me. Thank you, guys. Yes. Always thank a you, pleasure. Elon,
3: thank you, Alex. Thank you, Trump. Uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, crowdsourcing
1: the journalism out here. Uh, I, I got this video. I obtained yesterday. So who did we talk to tonight? We talked to Donald Trump, we talked to Elon Musk, we talked to Roman Sharf, we talked to Big Nasty.
3: I, I want to emphasize that that was Actually, Elon
1: Musk. I know. See, now people are going to think that's fake. Okay, guys, so that clip you just saw was a real Twitter space with James O'Keefe, and the person that came on there is Adrian Dittman. Now, I just found this out on that stream. Adrian Dittman is an Elon Musk burner account. Can you believe that? And so he was really in the space. I mean, yeah, I, I actually believe it. I didn't know that. Well, and he used that uh, Burner account. He had gone in some spaces with Alex Jones. He's done a bunch of stuff. He's been using that account. It's Adrian Dittman. And I'll probably tag him when I post that video. So you guys make sure to go support Adrian Dittman. And we need to put his, uh, the Burner account, into our uh, community page on Twitter. We need to have all the chat rats go and bug Elon that he needs to come on the show, and then he needs to hook the Neuralink up to my penis.
3: Specifically, I think Neuralink implies like Neuralink in the head. Like neurons. So are you saying you have neurons? Yeah, there's a head on my
1: penis. What about that head? I guess that's a good point. I thought that was the head they were talking about.
3: I guess that that makes sense given the powers it's supposed to give you. Like you can control things with your head. Yeah. Imagine the powers. Wow. So you could like tweet with your penis?
1: Yes. And I already do tweet with my penis.
3: Okay, we got a super chat. Uh, $20 what? from Zach is Whack. Demote Jimmy to Fluffer and promote Brandon. What's Fluffer?
1: That's You don't really know what a Fluffer is? I don't. Oh, my gosh. That's what they use in pornography movies. They oftentimes have a Fluffer to get the talent ready, and it, most of the time it would be in a gangbang scene where you need a bunch of guys ready at the snap oh, of Oh, so you finger. just like, you're like. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but Yes.
3: I didn't even know we had a fluffer on the show. We don't.
1: We don't. So what's this guy talking about? Well, you would, if we, okay. It was a joke. Uh Oh. But a fluffer's a real thing. That's not a joke. I actually didn't know what a fluffer was. I'm embarrassed. That's probably better. You're a good young Christian man. You (laughs) kept your virginity for a long time. That's probably why never googled the term fluffer do not do that do not glue i didn't that. know that word existed until now yes jimmy when you went to college did you learn anything like what no they just knew me as this. i mean what do they teach there i mean honestly what do they i mean they literally just teach gender studies and astronomy the whole time that's all they do so here's the moon there's the sun there's uranus i mean yeah I mean, we did do a lot of that. Honestly. No, I'm not even kidding right now. I'm going to drop the kayfabe. Whenever Jimmy describes his schooling and I'm like, what did you learn at Princeton? He's like, I studied astrophysics. I studied, uh, you know, theology. Not that theology isn't Well, uh, religious history. You know what I mean? I always call it theology. But I mean, who gives it? Th- I mean, religious history. Isn't it called the Bible? Can you just read the Bible?
3: I mean, it was more of how the Bible was created and the sources. They teach Mark in priority that the book of Mark was written first for the New Testament.
1: Is that true? Yeah. What was the first book written? Wouldn't Genesis be the first book written?
3: Well, no, that's Old Testament.
1: Do we know who wrote Genesis?
3: I mean, technically Moses, but there's a part of Genesis where it describes Moses' death, so I don't think Moses wrote that part.
1: Huh. wow. So that's what you learned in college? Yeah. That Moses had a ghostwriter? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was actually Bible. a lesson. So that's one what week. you're saying.
3: But my favorite was uh, Intro to Psychology. We learned the science behind peekaboo that I've tried with my baby. Babies don't understand occlusion, and that means they don't understand object uh, permanence. So that's when you go like this. The babies think you're gone because their brain hasn't developed enough. Yeah, I
1: enough. know. I know. Used to, I, remember, I remember, yeah, there was a little kid. They, I remember this when I was young, like kids would close their eyes and be like, can you see me? Like they, you know, if their eyes were closed, they thought you, they, you couldn't see them, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of that same thing. Like the kid would close his eyes and be like, you can't see me.
3: No, I think that's just a dumb
1: kid. Or whatever, dude. You're a dumb kid. Hey, Alex, okay. what I learned how to do in college? Produced a fucking show. Thank you. Did you study any media, multimedia classes or anything? No, I
3: just post embarrassing Instagrams.
1: I know. Did you learn no communications studies whatsoever?
3: None. I took a theater class.
1: Well, that a little bit. Did you take like a television and history class?
3: No, I was a religion major.
1: Yeah, I took that at LSU, we took television history, and guess what, I gotta see. All right, folks, this has been our show, it's been a great show. The best show, as Trump would say. That was real Elon, that was a fake Trump. We wanna give a special shout out to Sean Farash. Before we go, I just wanna say, Sean Farash, we should have a little graphic with his head, maybe I'll add this in post. Sean Farash is the most spot on Trump impersonator when it comes to voice. Sean's a thinner guy, so he doesn't necessarily look exactly like him, but I'm telling you, on the phone, he is the most spot on accurate guy. So thank you, Sean. Sean was also on the uh, space earlier. So we love Sean. Thank you for calling in. Tiny, what do you wanna tell the people before you go?
2: Hey man, get some. of get on coffee in you. I'm tell you right now. You gotta get this coffee in you, I'm telling you. It's gonna make you a strong black man and you're gonna look like Tiny. You're gonna be strong as hell. You're gonna be full of confidence, full of energy, and the women gonna love you if you black.
1: Yeah, especially those women. All right, guys, that's our show. We end the show the same way every time in the freestyle finale. DJ, hit that beat. Yo, I like the vibes. We're chilling on the set. Trying to leave the ladies wet. When I drink the coffee in my cup, I like to rub on your butt. Your booty is so nice. Gonna get it up like some shrimp fried rice. Gonna put it in my mouth, because I'm from the South. I don't really care what you say. I'm gonna fold you like Oregon May. Put you in a crease. I don't really care, call the police. I'm high on CBD. I don't know what I'm gonna do to me. I'm so high till the day I die. CBD makes you feel like I'm really super guy. Super, super fly. Pimp on a blip and you know I don't lie. Shell shock. CBD. Cast through cough, pee, pimp out they can say wow all right guys hit that like button please subscribe peace and good night
2: peace. <laughs>